I want to welcome Agile XRM to the podcast. I've known the people at Agile XRM for the past 12 years. I've seen how their business process management tool can add massive value to complex organizational processes in sectors such as finance and government. If you have complex processes or a need for dialogues on the Power Platform or Dynamics 365, take a look at how this BPM tool can add value. You can find them at agilexrm.com or check out the show notes for more details. Welcome to The Italian Job on The MVP Show. In this podcast series, I hope to go beneath the surface and understand the motivations, contributions and life of MVPs and the role they play in the community to enable you, the listener, to make an informed choice about what's involved in joining this worldwide family. The format for the show is that of a fireside chat. Full show notes can be found for this episode at nz365guy.com forward slash 30. Let's do this. Hey, Giorgio, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? I'm 43 years old. Uh, I'm an entrepreneur. Uh, I have my own company. Uh, it's called Creonet. That is specialized in uh, technology, providing technology for sports, uh, especially tennis. And, uh, well, I started with uh, our CRM uh, today, Dynamics 365, in uh, years and years ago. I don't remember. Probably there are more than 10 years. For sure, there are more than 10 years. It's a big passion for me. Uh, finally, well, I am a consultant for some big companies worldwide. Uh, I cannot mention their names just for because sometimes for security reason or just because the, I sign an NDA. And uh, finally, this year, last year, I started my own, own project on Dynamics 365 with my company, where we are providing technology for sports. Also, it's a big platform, integrated platform. It's really, it's really inter- interesting. So... Well, uh, from personal side, well, uh, I'm married with uh, Maura, that is my wife, and I have a son of five years old, and traveling a lot, you know, <laughs> traveling, oh, yeah. Where do your travels take you? Well, traveling is uh, is the basis of my job, no? because, you know, um, big companies are worldwide, uh, so acting as consultant, uh, I'm going everywhere in the world. So there are no continents that I, I didn't explore until now. So so it depends uh, generally. And following uh, sometimes the tennis calendar, <laughs> you can find me and you can uh, you can find me in the most big events that you can find worldwide, like Wimbledon or Roland Garros or US Open. So <laughs> I have a lot of miles. It sounds exciting. Yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting. Uh, and I think that the excitement is the basis for for the work. Uh, so you need to be excited uh, all the time to 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 reach your goals in the in the work. For this is this this is the secret. I think. Yeah. So true. So how long have you been an MVP? Since two thousand seven. Uh, so there are. Uh, uh, 11 years well they starting the 12th year i hope to be renewed also this year well my job is uh in the community started with the community here in italy uh but we were just few of us <laughs> so because the the product was uh crm 1.2 or 3.0 so the, the, the transition between the two versions 
and uh, well let's say that will be we were uh, just few of us so my contribute to the community move forward to uh, trainings uh, so I did some special trainings uh, for the early adoption in uh, 2011 when the 2011 started in uh, in the market uh, I work a lot in translations suggestions uh, and doing a lot of conferences I was one of the first speaker in the extreme uh, in Vegas Yeah, I was the responsible of the agenda of the first edition of Extreme in Europe. So, uh, in Prague, with Marco Moedo and, uh, well, a lot of friends, because, you know, our uh, our MVP group is like a family. And so, well, uh, I, lo I, lo I really love the, the feelings that we have, the, uh, the souls and the spirits uh, Uh, that we have every time that we meet in uh, in Redmond or uh, or wherever is 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 not simple networking because uh, what is exciting is uh, in this family in this group is uh, to share not only share also our feelings uh, not only not only technical things or or something because I think that we have the ability but probably it's not the ability it's so natural for us to share. Uh, feelings and technical things and uh, and this is I think the secret also of our group that is I think there is one of the most compact group uh, in the well compact I mean um, uh, um, how do you say with with feelings between the people no so yes. we know about yes, each yes, other so true. Uh, we are speaking now like friends no and so it's just just an interview but we are speaking like friends so this is the I think the best thing that could happen in uh, in a group uh, like like our group Yeah, so true. So, so tell me, where do you where do you actually live in the world? I live in Italy, in the south, in Naples. And well, I love this city. Uh, even if, uh, well, you know that I have some branch offices worldwide, uh, one in Brazil, uh, one in London. Uh, so um, sometimes I move to to the other office to visit employees and uh, and the business. But I live in Italy because, well, uh, and I live in Naples because I love the sea. Uh, <laughs> I love the sun. So, and there is another another aspect I think of the life that you need to leave um, uh, some emotion, no? In uh, also during your personal life. So, going to the sea, rent a boat, going to the islands. Uh, oh, sounds yeah, amazing! Yeah, yeah. So, and well. Uh, I'm living near the Malfitan coast, so it's just 15 minutes. So it's spectacular, it's spectacular for food, uh, for uh, for the weather, and so this gives you energy to every day to to live the life. So uh, sometimes it's not it's not a good place because you know um, there is uh, well the, the history says that the south of Italy is not so developed like uh, like the north or like like whatever no because you have also in france in france for example is the is the reverse no in the north and the south does not the south is a, uh, is developed from industrial perspective uh, but i think that there are a lot of people uh, interesting people interesting business interesting factories that are in the in the south and especially the tourism is one of uh, of the key and uh, we have a lot of monuments a lot of art well so I, I think that from personal perspective, it's really good to to live here where I'm living. So, so if I came and visited you there, um, what is the favorite dish that you would cook me? 
Well, uh, don't forget, well, pizza born in Naples. So Margherita, the name of the Margherita pizza is uh, because there was in, the, I don't know, I don't remember, two or three hundred years ago. Yeah, <laughs> I don't wow. know the history. There was a queen, a queen that was called Margherita. And so there was a pizza, a pizza man, a pizzaiolo, no? this uh, pizza cooker that create this, uh, this, uh, the pizza for, uh, for the queen. Wow, so I, know, I this, didn't know that. Yeah, this is the history of Margarita. So one of the of the best is, is for sure pizza. Uh, pizza in uh, Spanish neighborhoods. There is a um, uh, well, you know, Naples uh, uh, had uh, was conquered by the Spanish and French uh, early in the past from Greeks and Roma, Roma, Romans. But uh, well, we had a great influence from from Spanish. And so there are some neighborhoods that are uh, called Spanish, and uh, it's uh, well, there are really small streets uh, with small places where to live. But there are a lot of pizzerias, so there are so um, very good place to eat pizza, uh, seafood, and uh, also the coffee, uh, the Napolitan coffee, the espresso born here. So I think that you, you, if you come here, you need to have uh, at least uh, five days of diet, and then come here, and then. <laughs> <laughs> we can do a lot of things. Excellent, excellent. Uh, as in, I hope I fit that in this year. So I understand you. I understand you speak a few languages. Um, yeah. What what languages do you speak? Well, I speak uh, well. Not so good English. We are speaking. No, just you're very good at English. <laughs> you're very good. Well, it's uh, an average English. Uh, I speak Spanish because my father is Bolivian. So my last name, well, Garcia Agreda is Bolivian because my father is Bolivian. Ah. And so he came here to study when he was 19. And well, then he knew my mother and then we started the family. So I speak Spanish like my mother language. Wow. Portuguese because it's similar to, to Spanish. And uh, well, I started Chinese two years ago because we were working a lot in China. In China. Wow. That's, a, that's <laughs> impressive to take up. A, you know, I hear that Chinese particularly is a very hard language to learn. Yeah, well, it's, uh, but, well, I have my secret. My secret is just to um, try not to understand the, the writings, no? Just, just mm-hmm, speaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, <laughs> just speaking. Yeah, yeah. Just hearing sounds and uh, using, uh, I do say, uh, Italian letters, whereas it's Arab letters, uh, letters but uh, uh, our alphabet and try to just understand for curiosity what is written sometimes in, in, in the drawings, you know, but uh, because there are sounds, it's very interesting because China, in, the culture in China is really, really interesting. So we are working there from four years, and for me, it's really exciting every time that I go there because it's uh, you discover something, something different every time that you go there. So, so which part of China are you going to? Is it just uh, Beijing or? Well, most of the time I'm going to Shenzhen. That is in the south. Yes, yes, I'm familiar uh, with that. Yeah, because we have a warehouse there. There are a lot of... Uh, also, tennis is really... There are a lot of events, tennis events, also big ones. Uh, but a lot of times in Beijing, in uh, but also Tianjin or Guangzhou. Uh, there are a lot of cities that I, that I visited there. So, very, very, very interesting. So, how did you end up or how did you um, start or get involved with dynamics in the early days well I started because uh, well I I 
always uh, I was a speaker in uh, in conferences since uh, 2000 when I was 26, 25, 26 in Italy and in Europe, and I was a trainer also for one of the biggest uh, training center here in Italy. And, uh, well, the former director, because I became director also <laughs> three years after, uh, asked me to, well, he, he did just um, uh, send an email to everybody and say, who, is, uh, who knows CRM? Uh, and I was one of the, well, I think, well, probably the only one that, <laughs> that the new CRM. Uh, because also what well, was really interesting and fascinating from my perspective, not to mix technology and uh, uh, economics rules and sales workflows and uh, ch- changing the world, really. Because uh, if you think today, there is 2018, uh, all the world is, based, is customer-centric. Really, it's customer-centric today. But at that time, no. So it was was a challenge to uh, to explore a new philosophy, you know, in mixing technology and changing processes. And, and so I was really excited. And, uh, and I told him, yeah, okay, I can do that. And I did uh, my first session on CRM 1.2. And I started with trainings and consultancy and uh, everything. So, uh, and from that time, started my world. I have a small pause in uh, two years where I studied, just studied the new the new CRM, the new feature because, well, I, I was just consultant. I did some consultancy for two or three companies always every year. Uh, but not posing, it's just just uh, resting from, from a lot of conferences that I did. So also my family uh, want me more at home. So so I did just two or three conferences that year because I'm doing a lot. So I'm doing like uh, 10, 12, 15 per year. Also private conferences in big companies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's interesting. So in what way do you think the MVP program has affected your career? Well, when I started uh, in 2007, 8, 9, until 2010, a lot, really a lot. Also because uh, I, I was working a lot also with uh, with Microsoft. And uh, as I told you, we did uh, early adoption training with uh, Marco Moedo and David Yak. We were the only three trainers in 2010 or 2011. So it was a great experience to go to to Redmond. And uh, during a tech ready and uh, following uh, the, the new course that we need to redeliver worldwide. So, uh, and this because uh, I was an MVP, uh, also a trainer because I'm an MVP and MCT since 2000. So there are a lot of years. And now, now less, but uh, I think that the the symbol, well, it's not only the symbol because it's um, the logo MVP. Is I think that is inside us. So um, we, I think that we have a different approach to the to to learn and to deliver the concept to the people because we live the product. So and I think that there are other other people worldwide that probably deserve to 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 be uh, MVPs. Uh, but well. Anyway, I think that was really important for me to 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 become and to be today an MVP, because uh, we have a lot of things to to learn 
more and we have some advantages and you know this is this is clear because we we do a lot for the community so it's also clear that we receive some advantages that could be uh, some news some uh, anticipation about about the product that we cannot re-deliver because absolutely we are under NDA but this this helps us to understand the market and um, also help better the, the the community worldwide and the people so yeah, so true. So, so yes, true. I think that is a great advantage from a lot of from a lot of perspectives. If we talk about your contributions to the MVB community, you've talked about in the, the early days of the education, the conferences, the running, you know, uh, those conferences that you, you know, did a, had a lot of input to. Um, what does, um, you know, what do you see as typical contributions that either you've made outside of that or, or you see other MVPs making? There are a lot of metrics, okay, about, about uh, evaluation of MVP, uh, you know, I think there are two different aspects. One is numbers, two is quality. Uh, so you know that you are always tweeting and posting and doing articles. Uh, uh, you can do a, a volume of, of contribution. Okay, that could be good because uh, in the mass you can you can you can take what you what you need. Uh, my choice was going to the to the quality, uh, not only to the mass. Well, I'm tweeting a lot uh, on my account. Uh, just about news uh, from the CRM team blog or from the podcast that uh, the CRM tip of the day of our friends, uh, George, uh, Joel, uh, Gas. But uh, I think that, well, when I spend, uh, when I write an article, I spend like also sometimes also 10 days doing doing researches, uh, entering the deep. Uh, uh, for example, it's simple to say, uh, okay, migrations. Okay, so how you can migrate from your uh, on-premise system to the, to the to the cloud? It's not so simple. It's not so simple. There are some some something that you can you can follow some guideline, but there is something that is so so technical. Sometimes it's also simple. For example, I can tell you, uh, exporting more than ten thousand records and importing in uh, in a new system. Okay, you need to to follow something because you know that there are limitations in exporting, uh, and so you need to 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 create also guideline and say, okay, for example, okay, how many records you have in your fiscal year? So giving suggestion. Uh, and try to find uh, something that really helped the people to 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 reach the goal. And so, for example, if Microsoft has, uh, okay, I want to move from the on-premise to the online. Okay, it's not so simple. It's not so. It's not only say, okay, the online is better because it's the it's, it's not the future. It's the present now. No, so it's the actual situation. Taken, but uh, you need to give also a practical suggestion. Otherwise, the people will say, okay, but why I need to work so much if I stay very well in my environment? So you need to to give suggestion in deep and so my contribution is uh, giving giving quality giving uh, something really different for example Excellent. last year uh, i did with uh, marco farina there is another new mvp because he's coming from switzerland we started with some session about uh, artificial intelligence and uh, and crm well dynamics 365 and we presented in oslo in milan uh, there is nothing that was under nda because it was everything was um, uh, it's not the NDA was uh, hidden, so it was not, uh, not not known by the, by, the, by the people. So we decided to present something different to say, okay, uh, what is really artificial intelligence? Artificial intelligence is something that helps you to improve your sales workflows. For example, it's not only 
imagine uh, thinking in robots or something or IoT, something that is close to your life. And so if you move to the cloud, you can do that. And so I've wrote some articles about that. But simple, really simple, but with quality. But you need to spend days and days. And this is this uh, uh, this is good because your uh, our community lead uh, also consider this kind of contribution. So when you go to conferences, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, so it's it's something you know you know, better than me that there are a lot of uh, metrics that that, that 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 can do that can ev- evaluate our our uh, contribution. It's definitely a constant process. So tell me, what business application MVP do you respect the most and why? And that's not necessarily a current. It could be a, an MVP that you've known over the time uh, that you've been in the program. And yeah, really what stands out about that individual? Well, I think, well, all my respect and my... <laughs> but I think I'm not the only one is going to Tangish, not Tangi. Uh, so I think that he developed something that uh, helped us a lot, a lot, really. Yeah. So a, a, a massive tool set. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think that it there was fantastic at that time when he developed. And so I, I, I always say they say this because uh, it's all my respect. It, it changes really uh, and improved the quality of our job. Also, accelerate the job. Well, just uh, just with the sitemap was <laughs> was fantastic. So I think it was a, a really good job. And well, you know, also Shan, because well, now is the edX Studio portals are in Microsoft. And, but this, I think that there are a great, but well, still great potential in in, in portals uh, that well can apply in some business. Uh, I'm using for some testing purposes, and there are some something that is really really interesting for for uh, for the near future. Well, it, it's my vision of the portal, so but uh, it's really good. Oh, that's so good. That's so good, and I, I think a lot of people would agree with you around the selection of those uh, MVPs. One thing here is. If you could relive one moment of your life, which moment would you choose and why? From personal perspective or... Uh, yeah, personal, anything really. This is your call. Well, I think, well, uh, could be simple, but, well, with my, when my son born, I think that was the best moment of my life. So Excellent. There is something that changed your perspective, your idea, your everything. So uh, I think that it was the the best moment of my life then i can say also also my wedding but just because there are some i'm i'm so i'm romantic and i feel a lot of emotions i need emotions i need emotion to do everything in my life i need emotion to to work i need emotion to to do everything so i'm finding emotion or i i i live my life in a simple way possible to well to give also a sunshine could be could be the something that changed my life every day so and it is true it is true uh, so it's not to say just <laughs> something uh, it's really true you need to find all, always goals in what you do so and if you have some moments that help us it's better i told you like having the main goal of your life that is your family when you think of a person being successful who first comes to mind or in your mind who's the most successful person you know or you aspire to be well, I think that there are. Uh, uh, I don't like the um, typical entrepreneurs that we see uh, 
uh, in our uh, well on newspapers or uh, or worldwide because you see there are people that can uh, you can say for example Mark Zuckerberg uh, well the Facebook founder he did a miracle he did something and now well the world is changing no for the scandals that you have. so uh, so I think that uh, there were some some people. Uh, outside out, well from from business perspective uh i have no favorites uh, i like uh, richard branson because i love his model okay the way well the, the virgin world is is one of the things that i, that I really love uh, but we well uh, we cannot forget also that probably 10 15 20 years ago uh, a lot of people with a good brain and uh, some investment can do a lot of business. So today is is more difficult to do business. So in terms of business, I, lo- I like Richard Branson, I can say. And in terms of personalities, I think that one of the mm, well, it's it's simple, so this, but was the uh, the Pope. Uh, Johannes Paulus second. I think that from political perspective, political perspective, not only religious perspective, he had something well to to teach to everybody. And I think that he had a lot of secrets and a lot of things that he can tell us. Yeah, yeah. No, very good, very good. I've totally enjoyed it. Thanks for uh, coming on the show. Um, before you go, a couple of things. What's the best place you've visited in the world? The best country. This city. <laughs> uh, well, I have a lot. Uh, <laughs> Just if you could only choose one, where would it be? If you could revisit a place uh, and you had no other choice for the rest of your life, where would it go be? Uh, well, I think that uh, I would be in Florida. Florida, yeah. nice. Yeah, because I've never, I've never been. Well, I think there is a right mix of uh, weather and uh, life, and uh, good. Well, probably a good place to live. Probably, probably yes. But I love, well, I love New York from some perspective. I love Seattle from others. I love, uh, uh, well, I loved in the past uh, Rio de Janeiro and the Brazil in general. But now it's really dangerous. Uh, but. Well, I think, well, I, I tell you just to say some places that are outside my country, but uh, I live here very well, so prob- probably here. And I wait for you because I need to show you that uh, that is true. I agree. It's, it's definitely <laughs> right now if I was asked the same question, uh, and it's not because I've got you uh, on this call, uh, Italy is definitely mine and my wife's favorite country in the world after spending three weeks uh, in Italy a couple of months ago. It's just incredible. Yeah, there are a lot of things we, to do. So Yes, yes, totally agree, totally agree. Hey, so where can people find you online? Uh, what's your uh, Twitter handle or, or uh, et cetera, if people want to find you uh, when listening to this podcast? Yeah, well, generally, uh, I have just my Twitter account. There is Jogarag, uh, G-I-O-G-A-R-A-G. And uh, well, this is for the my professional and public side of my life uh, because Facebook for me is really private. Uh, well, and worldwide, in uh, well, if you go on Google and write my name, unfortunately, we lost uh, all the MVPs and people are, uh, have lost his privacy. But it's okay for the, if we are speaking about 
professional perspective, it's really good to to help the people worldwide. So so it's okay. So I prefer Twitter account and then LinkedIn if I'm in touch and contact with people whether when I share business with them. So yeah, fantastic, fantastic. On Twitter, there is everything about the professional life. Exactly. So listen, I'll make sure that in the show notes I provide links to uh, your Twitter account. Yeah. Um, your uh, MVP profile as well as your uh, LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure, Giorgio, having you. Uh, I've been waiting for this uh, chat for a while, um, and I look to look forward to seeing you later in the year. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I will wait for you here. <laughs> you need to to come and visit me here. Okay. Thank you. I look very forward much. to it. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and leave feedback on your favorite podcast app. Full show notes for this episode can be found at nz365guy.com forward slash 30.